That song is also fire, by the way, man. You take me back to my DJ days. Um, Merry Christmas. All right, happy holidays. And if you don't celebrate Christmas... And happy birthday, ho! Birthday, happy, happy Hanukkah. That's what we was just discussing, you know. It is December 8th now, but I was just playing some Jay-Z for uh, Avery here. And we was discussing just being happy for ho. Oh. That he made 50. He's got a beautiful wife and some beautiful kids. Yeah. And we were talking about how when we were growing up, like rappers didn't make it out. He started off selling crack rock and he I don't think he had a wicked jump shot. You but either he, went to jail or mm-hmm. you got killed. You know, Pac and Biggie were the you know, the two yeah. prime rappers from then. And then you even had somebody like Pun yeah. that didn't get shot but died from the cheeseburger. <laughs> so I had the sugar killed him. I think. And no, no, somebody like Mace around that same time quit and became a pastor. That was that was for publicity. I, he didn't really be, be a pastor. So you didn't really get to see a lot of people make it out. Even 50. 50 got shot. Nine times. Nine times. Yeah. Pre-album. Before he went platinum. Before he even released his first album. Yeah, he was all on the mixtapes before that. So, you know, we from an era, or I'm from an era, because you're a little slightly older than me, where, yeah, you didn't get Man, to you keep bring, we from the out. Hey, we from the same era. You keep bringing up this. We from the same era. I, I know, mean, you can say we are, but how much older are you than me, if you care to say? Uh, Hollywood age? I don't. Uh, my <laughs> Hollywood age is, is 30-something. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's... I Mace, what, what, Mace just left. What year? What year were you born? Eighty six. I'm an eighties baby. Yeah, so eighty six. I mean, I mean my eighties baby too. Eighty six, sir. Yeah, there's. I'm, I got five years on you. So by the time I quit crying, five six 90s, years. You yeah. Know, by the time I was able to speak and whatnot, and yeah, communicate. We, we grew up in the same era. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. But I, I mean, I see a lot of that. A lot of rappers like Big L. Big L would have been amazing if he was still alive. And One I, of the best I think that's, you know, part of the requirement now. When people talk about top rappers, to me, I go, all right, if we're going to talk about attributes, if we're going to talk about skill, if we're going to talk about voice, if we're going to talk about lyricism, add survival. Mm-hmm. And now it's a different conversation that it's like Ice Cube's got to be up there. He survived. Mm-hmm. Biggie and Pop got to move down. They didn't survive. Sorry, bruh. Mm. You know, it was fucked up, but I, I remember 50 said something about Pop Smoke on his podcast where he said, you know, I got rich and died trying. And he was saying he had met Pop Smoke before. And, you know, Pop remade a lot of his songs yeah. on his album. But he said, you know, Pop, he died trying. And it was like fucked up. But if anybody was going to say it, 50 was the person to say it. Of like it's fucked up, but you go, yeah, that's that same mentality. So again, seeing Jay Z December fourth, yeah, I'm happy birthday, for him. I'm happy for that guy, man. Seeing I saw the other night he I was on, looking and Beyonce posted like pictures of them. Bro, just he's being on red out. carpets, wearing tuxedos and yeah, fancy hard bottom he, he shoes. Evolved. Good for him, man. He got two kids, you know, with a beautiful woman, and they doing they they they're one of the most powerful, richest couples. They just uh, executive produced. Um, the Harder They Fall, which I have yet to yeah. watch on Netflix, but I will soon. But yeah, no, it's, you it said, is. you know, people look at you strange saying you change. You think I worked this hard to stay the same. So yeah. it's like, yeah, man, you know, we get trapped as being from, you know, the hood and whatever places we may be from into, you know, never change, never switch up, never this. Mm-hmm. No, 
I never leave the hood. What did Jay Z mm-hmm. say about being a project hallway all day? Yeah. I'll be in the projects all day. You sound stupid. You you fifty. Why would you be the same as you were when you were twenty? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. cut the shit, man. He made his money and he he stayed out the it's streets. Good to see him with his wife and his children. This Mister Big Pimpin' too. Mm-hmm. So I laugh because I tell the chicks. I say, yo, if we go back to nineteen ninety eight or nineteen ninety nine, whatever. Mr. Big Pimp and Jay-Z's on the boat. They're pouring champagne yeah. on the girls. Bottles of Ciroc. Not Ciroc. And then you got... Uh, what's, what's the name of Whatever, Armadale Vodka. Armadale. That's what they had back in the day. They had Armadale. Crystal. And then Crystal, but you know he said something racist, so they moved on anyway. So Jay-Z's on that boat, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got Common, right? Yeah. Mr. Lover Man. Mr. The there is a light. <laughs> All that shit, but you go... Who's still out here single, dating all the young chicks? You know, he's been rumored to be with, you know, obviously Serena, because him and Drake got into it over Serena. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the younger? Tiffany Haddish. She's been rumored to be with yeah. Tiffany. So you go, if you had to pick, if I had to ask the ladies back in 1999, Jay-Z and Common, which one of these dudes would be happily married with a wife and kids? I they would have picked Common nine out of ten times. He, he wore crochet pants when, when he was with Erica Badu. Common had us all fooled. He out here big pimping. Yeah, he, who was he with before Tiffany Haddish? Um, he was somebody before Tiffany Haddish. Was, was I said Serena and... Oh, and Serena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serena, Serena. In the mix. He got Tiffany Haddish on her health stuff, too, man. Tiffany, Tiffany looking good, like... He got her like slimmed down. She done lost some weight. I mean, money make you look good. You get some money. You ain't got to work 40 hours a week all of a sudden. Hey. All of a sudden, you looking good. But yeah, it's well, just funny. It just that makes those me. Those two career paths. I, I honestly just makes me question why rappers still, when they come out, still talk about street life and shooting guns. Like, I like West Side Gun, but that's not a real life. Like, there's nobody out there who. Talks and every time they talk, when they say something fire, you don't go. Doo, 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 doo. You just. Well, that's sound the like beauty of it is that it's I'm art. Stuttering, and I hate that about rap. Like you know, I mentioned Pop Smoke earlier. When Pop Smoke passed, R.I.P. People jump to well, he shouldn't have been talking about that life, and that's what you get if you talk that. Then, but I think about Heath Ledger that you go. Nobody when he passed was like he shouldn't have been acting that life. He was acting crazy, then he became, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was still sympathy for. So I say to people, why is rap the only art form that's not viewed as art? Of like, yeah, it's, it's art, art man. I just feel like there needs to be a different sound. Like, I'm more, I'm, I don't know if it's just because I'm a little older, but I felt like original artists will succeed. Like a guy like uh, Childish Gambino, for example, or who Chance the Rapper. Ugh, we talking, we talking, we talking music. But I'm, I'm not talking. I don't like rap wise. Okay, I thought you were going to say comedy. Okay, but rap wise, I'm just like all I'm saying is they're successful in my opinion because they're original. They don't sound like West Side Gun, the Baby, or Baby, or any other Southern rapper you want. These guys have original sounds, which I think. If you want to make it as a rapper, you got original like the Roots. Roots are a live band. They don't well, rappers out here with really live bands. Original under the sun, and I get what you're. saying. Saying content-wise that maybe that they don't have those problems because they don't talk about those things. Mm-hmm. But then again, like I'm saying, you know, think about like Macho Man, Randy Savage. That's who West Side Gun is. Mm-hmm. Of like, 
I'm macho man, but in audio form of like, I just talk about violence or whatever. Macho man just acts it out, but when he died, people still were sad. No one went, that's what he gets for beating up Hulk Hogan. No, you understand that the violence wasn't real. Yeah, nobody so got still hurt. a sense of, you know, yeah, man, that's sad. Macho man died. Heart attack while he was Ooh, yeah, driving. brother, and all that stuff. Cream rises to a top gym and all that. So <laughs> you know what I mean. So I say, Pop Smoke and different rappers, they should no, get, I get the, it. They should get the same empathy because I think so. But I just feel like this, this, this is an art form. So if Quentin Tarantino gets smoked in his driveway, you don't then turn and go. That's what he gets for making Pulp Fiction. That's a fair argument, but all I'm saying is we need some more originality rappers. You want to talk about the street life, make it one piece, but expand, grow. There's way more stuff in the hood that you could talk about. I get what you're saying, saying? and it can be overdone, I definitely say. How many many southern. You are what you talk about because you. Oh, no, I'm not coming coming from that perspective. I I know that none of these rappers out here, because look at Fat Joe. Fat Joe started off rapping like that, and what's he rapping about now? Exactly, exactly. I mean, no, he's still talking about Fat Joe cook coke and all that stuff. Cook coke crack? You know, but again, it's it's Quentin Tarantino, but in record form or in rap form. So I don't view it as, oh, that's what they, you talk about it. Like, no, Quentin Tarantino shows it. No one smokes him in his driveway. Yeah, I wasn't like I, I hear we come. I won't come from that perspective. I no, just, I know. But I I'm just meant people. If you think that uh, uh, life imitates art, you are a hopeful. Art definitely imitates life. Well, both but, imitate each other, and at this point, there's so much life and so much art that we had to draw from that we can't separate. Mm. Uh, I don't know, Phil. I think people look at real life, these rappers, and use it in their songs. And then maybe you have some of the rappers who say, well, he's making money off of that. I got to do what he's doing. That's In that instance, it's art imitating, I mean, life Well, and here's art. the only reason I'd say that. If we're being real and we had a rapper die a couple weeks ago, a uh, young dog young in Memphis. Uh, so from Memphis. So, you know, shouts out to him, rest in peace to him, all that. I've got a few cousins that got shot, RIP, they're dead. They didn't rap. Mm. So it's like, let's not act like it's a rap problem. It's a black male problem if we be a real. Yeah, you know? it, it, it comes from the world we live in and leaks into it the comes music. From poverty. Poverty in the world we live in. Yeah, the world we live in, same thing. And in poverty, we value, you know, some things that they're not valued anywhere else. Well, you know what's funny about him getting shot? They weren't trying to rob him. They just trying to kill him. That that he went yes. to cookie so it's, nothing it's was taken. Just... But it's like, yeah, you know, the the motive isn't even robbery. And I think it was Bootsie who said a while ago, but he said, if you notice, a lot of these rappers. I mean, once you get past the biggest rappers, Biggie and Pac. That a lot of these rappers are killed in their own town, you know. Yeah. No, and Boosie said, "No one hates you like someone who grew up with you." Same thing. It's true. Same thing about um, what's his name? Uh, from Crenshaw. Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. R.I.P. And it's it's the reason that a lot of people, you know, what we're saying is true. You know, Jay Z, you just brought up. You know, I don't be in the project hallways talk about how I be in the the projects all day, day, right? Yeah. But now that is him, older, mature him. On DOA, the song DOA, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. Where I'm from, he goes, what does he say? 
they talk about you can't be back home. Guess when I heard that? When I was back home. And then, you know, Kanye on the album Graduation on his song Homecoming, mm -hmm. he repeats what Jay said. And it's like, so you got to look at the more mature Jay and say that younger Jay, that was a mistake because Nipsey got killed in Compton mm -hmm. in front of, you know, stores that he owned. Young Dolphin, Memphis. Uh, there's a rapper when I was growing up, Camouflage. And Savannah Camouflage, Savannah, yeah. Yeah, game. I remember Camouflage. And that's the thing, Soldier Slim. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, on and on and on we could go of like, yeah, they get killed right where they're from. And, and it's what Boosie said is true, you know. It's, it's the guy that grew up with you. You go, you know, you blow up in Cleveland and move out to L.A., yeah, there's L.A. goons and whatnot, but none of them are going to hate you like the dude who hated you in kindergarten. He been wishing bad on you your whole career. He been wishing bad on you since nap time. And it really bothers him, you know. You might have kicked him out the group back in the day. He, he been wishing bad on you You kicked since... him out the group back in the day, and he really, you know, you took his girl back in the day. He really he, he dislikes he, you. He been wishing bad on you since nap time, Phil. <laughs> he woke up at home right there. Which, by the way, did you... uh? <laughs> It's nap time. Hilarious. By the way, did you catch any of the verses this week? Uh, I did watch some of three. Like I ain't gonna hold you. I, I'm not a, the biggest fan of Three Six Mafia or Bone Thugs and Harmony, but I did watch a little bit of their verses, and I thought it was funny. These grown men, they all still try to seem hard and fight. Um, but that, that's not an act for Bone. Like, if you remember, no, that was no. He's got up, first off. They're from Cleveland, so yeah. it's like who even makes it from Cleveland? So then you got to remember that wasn't an act. Y'all think it was? Yeah, an act. like he got see, emotional. He bipolar, right? He bipolar. No, but, right? but let me finish. They're pre like okay. You you brought up a good point of like dudes just kind of do it now because like I see this whole thing as WWF. Yeah, I act like the tough guy. I don't really have to be it. Back then, you had to be it. And I say that to say, when I was a kid, obviously, Bone Thugs was kind of running rap. You know, multi-platinum, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. They were catching charges, meaning, like, not play charges, not weed possession charges, armed robbery charges, and different ones of them were have catching cases. Hold so, on. Wait one second. I just realized some of my listeners may not know who Bone Thugs and Harmony are. Hey, no. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I miss my Uncle, Uncle Charles, y'all. See you at the crossroads. You out of know me. I don't know. I think that's the first rap song that ever made Come me kind of get emotional and yeah. cry, man. You're like, and, you and that was the, the thing for me for a battle or versus it felt like two different eras. It felt like they yeah. were sold the early 90s yeah, and 360s, yeah, 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 very yeah, much late, yeah, early 2000s. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just think it's funny that... But it was a good battle. It, it was, was but I just think it's funny. He but threw, it was two different energies. He didn't like the trash talk. He threw the mic at him mm -hmm. or whatever, and then like threw the mic at uh, Gangsta Boo. Well, Gangsta Boo was doing a lot of that, which God bless the ladies. She was standing all the way on the other I side of the stage. I love the women, but like, every, like men have our boundaries. Chris Rock did the joke years ago of, if I'm arguing with a man and he's bigger, there's a place I don't go. Yeah. Whereas women are always kind of go to yeah. that place and leave you in a position of, do I be the guy that puts my hands on a woman or do I just let that slide? No, he threw something out of No, no, no. He took it to the next level. But I think all the men in the room understood busy bone is not to be played with. Mm -hmm. So if he says something crazy, just let him say it. 
And then DJ Paul obviously threw the final, which that's like a spades, right? If you throw down the, uh, I think he dropped the suck my yeah, says, dick, nigga. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. once you drop that card, it's like, well, we gotta fight now. So people got to fight. It was that was a lot of cooler hands from No fight. It was and a lot they, of and three hold six on, hold on. all back together with no some hands were thrown. They it's, cut the camera. Okay, I didn't see that. Camera I cut. See, it looked like a bunch of people shoving a push. Camera it, cut, and then they got between them. I the camera that. cut for about five to ten minutes, <laughs> and then they came back. Cooler heads prevail. Three six brought it all back together with their classic song, mm-hmm. aptly entitled "Ass and Titties." Ass and Titties. What's funny to me is everybody that like ass. The and one who started the fight, the one who was gangster boo, was nowhere in the middle of it. It was just a... <laughs> well, she's not gonna fight. I know, but the thing but you, she was going so is... hard at Busy, and it was like stop, stop, stop. All the men kind of understood. Just let Busy go. He'll say whatever he says. And we'll, we'll mind our own business, which I thought was funny because the easy joke is that Crazy Bone mm-hmm. is not the crazy one. <laughs> it's like, y'all need to switch names. <laughs> crazy Bone and Busy Bone, y'all switch names. We don't know what he's busy doing. He's busy being crazy. But y'all switch names because Crazy Bone kind of arguably is the front man of the group. Yeah. And became that kind of by default. But it's like, you go, bro, it's been 20 something years. You have yet to do anything crazy. That motherfucker is yeah, crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all switch names. But it was a good versus and it was alright. You know, God bless Swiss for being able to keep it going this long. But he was Swiss was in the comments talking shit about them too, talking about they wanted all this money to do this and like No, I get it. When you come on, Avery, you done produce some comedy shows mm-hmm. and you pay a comic and then he come out and do his uh his D set or his B set, not the A set. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you know how it feels. To like I'm giving y'all a chance. All I want is for y'all to do well. And you know, Swiss did their reunion album, uh, Bone Thugs. So Swiss I'm, glad I, 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 I'm hoping to see more out of them because I was a big fan back in the day. They had that. I, I still don't know all the words to the songs. They rap so fast. We'll never. What about Miss Everybody? What about Miss Everybody? And they try to give mumble rap to the new generation. I'm like, Bone is the guy for like Young Thug yeah. and them. Young Thug could be the fifth member of Bone Thugs. Twister, Twister could, Twister could do that too. Yeah, yeah, Twister and all that. But uh. Mm. Although you can understand Twisted if you really listen, but that's the thing I'm saying for Young Thug and even for Bone, you couldn't understand them. It was like they said, "What now?" All I heard was, "I miss my uncle Charles, y'all, and he shouldn't be gone." <laughs> the rest of that was indecipherable. Bro, I just remember in the video they were sitting there playing cards or something. Mm-hmm. And this guy in a black hat comes up and. Dude was looking at him like, yo, what you about to do? He touched him. He, 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 he touched him. He got up and he was like, yo, I'm about to swing on this dude. He couldn't touch him because it was death. It's crazy. Now you don't even know. You 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 know your favorite rapper's song. You might not know what they look like. You know, you'd be like, damn, is he in a wheelchair? Yeah, we're in the streaming area. Like, yeah, you don't know what these guys even look like anymore because you hear yeah. them more than you see them. Where Whereas back in the day, you saw them. As you heard them, because mm-hmm. it was the video era, MTV, VH1, BET. Yeah, I would sit there. I remember there was a time that I would actually sit there and just watch videos, like uh-huh. Cedar's World on BET. I'd watch Cedar's World or um, one of, not 106 Apart. What's the other one? Tigger. Uh, Rap City. Rap City. Yeah, All I would sit there and watch yeah. the one hosted by Joe Claire. You'd we sit there and that, you'd watch it. in that era. Just watch the videos. We'd sit here just watching videos, we videos. in that era. 
Remember they had video premieres and that was the thing. Like, you know, Michael Jackson, remember the time, Channel 4. Like, I remember it came out. That was the 80s. Yeah, those two groups. And now it's like everybody's got a video. Nobody, even the even a most underground of underground rappers can produce a video that looks professional thanks to these phones yeah, now. Yeah. So now everybody's... big business back then, you know. You had Hype Williams making like, I think he was making like a million a video. At yeah, the millions, time. yeah. Hype Williams. What's he doing now? Little X. I don't know. I think they all branched out into film eventually. Oh. Even Jesse Terrero, that was the guy, 50 Cent's guy. Yeah. He did all the 50 stuff at the time. So yeah, it was different, man. It was a different time. It made you feel old a little even seeing Gangsta Boo. Like I tweeted something. I tweeted I tweeted something and Lil John retweeted me. And I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. What did you what? tweet? Oh, I was just talking about Lil John's songs and how, you know, he, he had a song and he was, because they did it during the verses because Crazy Bone is on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't give a fuck, I believe is what it's called. But it's like, that could be the name of all of Lil John's songs. Yeah. Uh, what? What? Oh, the one where he was saying, okay. you know, security step up, we'll crush them niggas. And I I mocked in a gif, like, how security is looking as this song gets played. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm certainly not stopping people from fighting during this song. <laughs> it's clearly mocking me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah Lil John retweeted me, so that was dope. That's what's up, man. Maybe he'll, uh, you know, let you open for him. Did you open for a rapper? I, yeah, I'd open for a rapper. I feel like there used to be a lot more of that back in the day. Yeah, singers would bring comedians. Didn't Richard Richard probably open for um, Patti LaBelle? Oh, no, wait, I'm bugging. And then Uh, then during his special, he had her open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got the message in the beginning. A little more of the mixed arts going on because, yeah, it was a little more together, you know? Mm -hmm. Everybody kind of knew everybody, whereas now everything's so separate. Comedians don't really mix with the rappers and rappers. Whereas back in the day, even we were featured in their videos, you know, that'd be the big come up, you know, it's, oh, he's in the Drake video or the... Yeah, you're just sitting you know, there holding two, two bottles of Cristal in the back, just kind of... Mm-hmm. And even the interludes, like think of uh, Noriega or Nori, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. Mike Epps is in the video. It's like you're patting your weave together and he's doing that hand motion and there's these... It might only be 15 seconds in the video, but you go, well, that's Mike. Like, so did, now you associate The bigger one, food. I'll say the bigger one was when he was in uh, Beyonce's video. Um, to the left, to the left. <laughs> and he, Mike Epps? Mike Epps was in that video. Um, that's hilarious. Uh, what's the name of that song? To the left, to the left. Everything you own in the box to the left, in the mm-hmm. closet. That's my stuff. It's like the female version of Orange Juice Jones' song, so Mike, Walking in the Rain. Mike Epps was in that one, too. Okay, Mike yeah. Epps was in that Beyonce one. He was like... Kevin Hart is on... There's an interlude. I don't even know if there's a video, but the game has this song called Jesus Peace. And mm-hmm. it's so funny. Kevin Hart just comes in for like 10 minutes, or not 10 minutes, for like 20 seconds. And it's just like, oh, you got your Jesus Peace on. You know, Jesus Peace is hanging off the cross. And he's doing Kevin Hart and he kills it. Hmm. Which, by the way, did you see? Did you watch any of the Kevin Hart series, him and Wesley? Not yet. I'm, it's on my. One. It's on my to do list. It's I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of dramatic Kevin Hart, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him a shot because everybody been talking about it. Like, yo, he did such a good job. It's good, man. Watch, check that out. What is it called? I forget. Uh, tough. Multiple lives. I'm forgetting, but nah, it's, it's um, 
it's I feel like it's tough. True something. True. True lies. True lies. True lies. True story. True story. True, true lies. Story. Is, there it is, folks. True story. We found the title. True lies is Arnold Schwarzenegger. True story. So yes, it's called True Story. It's a good one, man. And you know, I feel like he finally put his real life down because he had the year where the guy was trying to extort him and all that stuff and. I feel like he took that and made it art. So, mm-hmm. yeah, check that out when you get a chance. It's a good one. Him and Wesley do a good job of it's on my bringing to- you into the life of Kevin Hart. It's on my to-do list. Hang on one second here, bud. Right, so, uh, sorry about that, folks. Yeah, so, um, where were we? Moving on. Man, how was the day, man? We got a couple minutes left in the first segment. It's been good. I, I just want to thank you, man. I'll put this out there, man. Phil Hunter's the man. You had I mean, a great night out of nowhere yesterday doing comedy. Can I talk about it? I mean, not in detail. You could just say. Well, see, I already just. You know, he helped me get up at a comedy club. The place shall remain nameless because it doesn't matter. Y'all don't care no way. It only matters to comedians. Yeah, it only matters to comedians, and I guess if you follow my Instagram, you'll find out once I post the photo. I didn't post the photo yet, but yeah, I obviously had a. Posted a polite, and I mean, you don't even have to give that attachment. It's like yeah. the less they know, the better. I think God it was bless. just. I think They're it was just cool for interference because the way things happen, it just happened the way it was organically. Yeah, and that's the beautiful way. You know, everybody had a good time. Everybody was happy. I just happened to stop by because Avery was there, just hanging out, and I said, "Well, I'll come by before I go to my other spot." Happened to come by. The Booker said, "Hey." Phil, you want to do some time? I said, sure. Look at that. And then halfway into that, I looked at him and said to the booker, you should give Avery some time. And the booker said, why not? Sure. Yeah, we got time for both of you. Yeah. So... And that was how it happened organically. It happens organically like that. Putting good out until work comes back, man. Believe in good karma. Positivity and, you Mm -hmm. know, comedy for those of you listening, if you're a comedian... Comedy is more collaborative than it is competitive. We like to think of it as competitive, you know, because one man goes on stage and one man comes off. But it's like, nah, dog. Like, I assume for everybody in this industry to you win. You kind of are the company you keep and yeah. you are the team you are around. You're guilty directly or indirectly, so, whether you want to be or not. You hang around some trash comedians, people will start thinking you're a trash comedian. So basically what Phil is trying to say uh, in his long story short form is the birds of a feather flock together. I think that's what he's trying to say. You hang out with, right? You ha- I mean, like I said, it's tricky because obviously Eddie Murphy isn't going to hang out with a bunch of open micers. You know, you got an open mic to come up. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a level of like, you know, you should be hanging out with people who are great above you. When I was in high school playing ball, I agree. That was kind of the thing of like, yeah, if you can get a, a guy a grade or two above you, if you're in fifth grade, you want the guy on the seventh grade team in mm-hmm. middle school to be like, nah, he can hoop, he can ball. So yeah, that was always the thing. So that's kind of how comedy is. The thing about comedy is nobody likes to say, and there are no actual teams, so no one ever says, you're in 11th grade, and this guy is in 7th. Right. The guy who's in 7th behaves like he's the guy in 11th, and you have to kind of decipher the two. 
Or be smart enough to say, I am in seventh grade. Where are the 11th graders? Well, there's not enough people who are doing that. A lot of people feel like, well, I'm, I'm in the second or third grade. I should be getting the same kind of treatment yes. that somebody in the 11th grade is getting. that's what happens. And that's getting. the confusion of the game. It's, you know, in high school, there's no confusion. You are on the freshman team. You are on the JV team. Or you are on varsity. Or you are on none of the teams. Hmm. Whereas in comedy, there's well, not quite a clear I think also people line. don't have self-awareness. I remember when I did my first set coming out of Caroline's uh, comedy school that I was one of those people who thought I was hot shit. I said, man, I did this killer five minutes. Everybody laughed. No self-awareness at all that in that crowd of bringer were my friends and family. So I took that same set, thought it was hot shit, went out to Footprints in Brooklyn and caught one right in the face. I mean... Yeah, and that's what it was it a takes, it was know? a PhD bomb, and that man felt so that's that feeling. And error and you know that sinking feeling you get when you when you doing bad, you know you doing bad, you can't do nothing about it. I it's, think the error can the trial and error the, the error can mean a lot more than the successes even. Yeah, the error is where the character is defined, and you go, okay, I bombed or didn't do well. Was that an honest bomb or was I unprepared? A mm-hmm. B was what I saying just not funny, you know, and C and there's some somewhere in the middle of, you know, was I saying the wrong, was I preaching to the choir Mm -hmm. or opposite, you know, you could be, you know, you're doing a police fundraiser talking about fuck the police. Now, how's that going to go? Not good, especially when you leave, they'll be waiting for you. You might want (laughs) to cut all those out of your set and just do your police fundraiser that's what you done signed up for. Yeah, I <laughs> get, agree. I better agree. get your three hundred dollars. So needless to say, it's it, it was a good so. it was a good night, man. You know, I got really uh, I don't want to say I got drunk, um, but let's hey, just did a couple shots after a couple I did. victory drinks. Of, I yeah. got on that stage. I did well. Yeah, and I, I I told I don't know did I fall asleep when you were driving me home? Nah. I felt like I fell asleep. Yeah, I drove you home. I don't you, know where I was. You didn't fall asleep, sir. Okay, I thought it I was. Good, it felt like I was asleep, but I guess I was awake. That's how you know it was a good night. Again, yeah, did I fall asleep, Doug? No, you were awake. Okay, cool, good, good. But listen, man, this is uh, but I don't know though. I don't think I even properly gave Andrew. We just started talking. They know what it is. They know what the hell they push play on. Shout out to the the five percent of people who listen to us in Germany. Of Peterson, appreciate you. Keep we need listening. You to like, share, subscribe. Tell uh, more people about rate it. Yeah. the podcast, yeah. even if it's a bad rate. We don't care. I don't care at all. Even if you'd be like, I don't like that Phil gets drunk and falls asleep at the end. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't like Phil's joke about Lizzo, which you can find on his TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on TikTok. He's, I'm on every app. Phil, I am Phil's on TikTok starting fires I'm and walking TikTok, away from him. I'm on Pornhub. I'm on OnlyFans. I'm on everything. He's on Cuddle I Buddies. Phil Hunt, folks. So what is it called? Cuddle what? Cuddle Buddies, I believe. He's on Cuddle I Buddies. Cuddle Comfort. Cuddle Comfort. Some shit. We want you to follow us and interact. Like, share, and subscribe. All right, we're still giving away the, the Switch. I, I don't, I mean, we, st- I mean, we got the numbers Woo! going up. Woo! Might be a great we Christmas that gift. Switch for a minute. But we might make might make a great Christmas gift. Maybe it's the me? gift we giving. Maybe people don't like the switch. Why not? That's the hottest. Yo, know, that thing is going for two hundred percent over we need retail. To give away some old school shit, the Game Gear. What? What? Eight track? Yeah, eight track tape players. We need to give away. But that's a weird thing. Like I went to the Macy's Day Parade or whatever Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh-huh. So you had all these um, floats that everybody recognizes, children. Sonic, which 
We kept Sonic. We got rid of Sarah. That's fucked up. Mm. You know what I mean? That's like keeping Marvin Gaye but getting rid of Barry Gordy. Anyway. <laughs> at all these floats that people recognize children, instantly recognizable. Sonic. Um, Elsa from Frozen. Yeah. Uh, you name them. Give me more Pikachu. Yeah, and then Brown Kelly Rowland. That I'm just that, like, yeah. who's this black chick? Oh, she's kind of beautiful. I might be five blocks away, but I know she's beautiful. Goddamn. But then you go, I'm 35. These kids in front of me are 15 down to seven. <laughs> they have no clue who the hell that was. Mm-mm, at all. My, That's my girl had to be that, like, though. That's Kelly Rowland. And I was like, oh. That's okay. incredible. I actually went with my mother uh, to see Michael Bublé in concert. Like, he has this, he has this uh, Christmas special he does. And he taped it at the SNL uh, set. Um, which I, the SNL set is incredibly it's on small. Radio City. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, it, it's like, it's like across Radio City and like we had to go up and elevate it to like the fifth or sixth floor. NBC Studios. Yeah. But it was a, the, the SNL set is a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. But okay. Bu- Buble put on a concert and we were the only black people there except oh. for the, we were the only black people there except for the background singers. So you took mama to see Michael Buble. No, she took me. She got some tickets, man. And, oh, she got yeah, some tickets. Okay. Needed somebody to go with her. And, you know, she had come to me. She come with me to a screening. So <laughs> That's to nice. Say thank you. I went with her to see Buble. And I was just. Remember one time my mother tried to hmm. get me to see Cornell West. And I thought she said Kanye, so first I was all in. Then she was like, Cornell. I was like, Mama, I got to work. But <laughs> now that I realize who Cornell West uh, is, Dr. Cornell West, I'm like, I should have gone to see Dr. That Cornell West with Mama. It's what Kanye yeah. would have done with Donda. It would have, but Buble was a great singer, but that's just not, that contemporary, it had no soul in it, man. <laughs> that John Legend kind of seems like that. Nah, John. I would have listened. John Legend got some. John Legend got some like like hot sauce in his voice. But Buble ain't got nothing but salt and a little bit it's of pepper. Just, just the bare bones. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, God. Michael Buble. So mama, mama likes Michael Buble. She does. She likes those kind of standards, like the crooners. You, gotta, you ain't a good son if you don't know your mama's like who your mama like as a singer. Yeah, my mama loves Al Green. She liked Blue Rawls. My mother loved Blue Rawls. Okay. Oh my God. But there's the thing about Michael Bublé. I'm watching him sing and I'm thinking to myself, all these white folks in here, it, they're all just like mesmerized. <laughs> like he's singing and just staring at him like he's made of diamonds. You'll and, never find. That's yeah. not him, is it? No, that's uh, Lou Rawls. Uh, <laughs> is it really? That's, you'll never find. See, yeah, because that's a very dry style of singing. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, it got me to thinking, Phil, watching all these white people staring at Buble like he made a diamond. I'm like, listen, as black people, if we need to say anything, we need to let Michael Buble say it. Like, if you want to say Black Lives Matter, have Michael Buble sing it. The white people be all over that. Because, <laughs> so we need to get white messengers. Because somebody was talking and somebody was like, shh, wait, 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 he's singing louder. So we, need to, we need to put white messengers on black messengers. Oh, they were shushing each other. I've never seen anything like that. White people shush each other. I was just like, listening right. to Bruce Springsteen. I was watching, uh, what is this series on HBO called? I can't remember. Oh, wait, wait. Before you go into the story, I'm sorry. My point in saying that was when you brought up the person you didn't know was Mm -hmm. that a female artist came out and um, him and Jimmy Fallon were talking about who it was. And I'm like, who is that? And I'm like, she comes out and I have no, people are screaming. And he's like, Camila Cabello. And I'm like, who's Camila Cabello? (laughs) 
And I'm just like, who the hell is that? I don't know who that is. And then she comes out, she's like not even 30 yet. She was gorgeous, but then they she's one who sings that song about Havana. Havana Umma Umma. And I was like, oh, I, I guess. So now I was watching the Defiant ones. That's the HBO series. Uh-huh. With Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. And on it, they talk about, obviously, the death row side of it that I very much remember, you know, Dr. Dre leaving N.W.A. It's kind of my first memories of music, you know. Mm-hmm. First song I ever remember was Gin and Juice, Doc, or, you know, Snoop and Dre, whatever. Street, so smoking and dough, sipping on and Gin Dre and Dre being his juice, first artist and bringing him to death back. row and releasing it that way after the chronic. So... I very much knew that side of the Defiant Ones, but the other side was Jimmy Iovine talk about signing Bruce Springsteen and uh, Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails. So I'm like, what are they? You know, obviously I lived through that same time, but that wasn't playing in my neighborhood. So I'm like, let me, I was listening to Bruce Springsteen, though, born in the USA. And I'm like, oh, shit. I remember this from Uncle Luke's side, band in the USA Mm -hmm. and that whole thing, which I even think it's funny because you get the Cardi B's and the whatever and women make it, oh, that's a women's issue. And you go, Uncle Luke went to court. Yeah. Did did Cardi B go to court to say that's a Uncle Luke got arrested. Don't forget that. He got arrested for doing rap and they were like, they called his lyrics lewd Mm -hmm. and something else. But uh, is he had to face the Supreme Court, so did. I find it funny when women get off into, you know, this is women's issue and women's rights. It's like, no, it's not. Uncle Luke was fought for your right to say there's some hoes in this house. <laughs> there's some hoes in this house. And if you're old enough to remember, if you see them. Point, point them out. out. I remember that. If you see them, point them so, out. Yeah, if you like, see them, point them out. Yeah, so that, and then understanding that back to Bruce Ringston, that I'm like, I never listened to his music. That I go, okay, Jimmy Iovine, you're yeah. a billionaire. Let me see what Bruce Ringston yeah. sounds You like. used to really have to look for the hoes at the end of the party because they were in short supply. You had to wear them hoes at. <laughs> <laughs> hoses in short supply. You can't buy them on Amazon. You got to be live and direct and present. But this is, um, but I don't know, though. We're just wrapping up a little catch-up session. A little catch-up. Stay tuned for segment number two, which... Y'all know what's coming in segment number two. It's advice time, baby. Come on with it. Yeah, we're going to answer these questions. We're not professionals. We're not, you know, we're just talking. We bringing Betty White back next episode. Yeah, I'm just trying to get some better crime, but the stuff I'm looking at has been kind of slow for crime in 2021. You understand. Oh, it's a good crime. Some weird crimes, but I'm going to compile a list. I'm really What race is the Grinch that stole Christmas, folks? Who is still Christmas even? Mm-hmm. Even if they could, if they would. If people take, people don't care. People steal out of everything. <laughs> Opportunities, whatever's not, this New York, whatever's not tied to Y'all down. be safe. Y'all be careful. Yeah. It's Christmas time and the, yeah, Christmas crime comes with Christmas time because people need it and don't have it. They ain't worked for it all year and it ain't coming. At all. Unless it's coming from you. But I don't know though. So We don't know though. We not sure. Stay tuned. Segment two coming up. It might be coming from you. It might not be. Oh, wait. Uh, we forgot to tell them. Follow us on all social media. All I'm social at media. Instagram, Avery Mason Official on Instagram, The Avery Mason on Twitter. Phil. And I'm at I am Phil Hunt, people. P H I L 
You spelling it for them? It's new. Because they slow, although I'll be real. Can they, where can they, can they find us on TikTok? Are you on TikTok too? I'm on the same name everywhere. I'm everywhere under the same name, baby. Same name, same name. Go on his TikTok and join the argument that they're having under his Lizzo post. I got this Lizzo joke that's kind of. He started a fire. Something like viral. Started a fire and walked away from it and is watching from the hills. I started a fire. I think I very much the fire where I stand. <laughs> All right, so we'll be right back. Be right back. Hey, welcome back to What I Don't Know, though. Just finished a healthy meal. Finished some salad. Yeah, some I'm, on, I'm on my diet thing, man. I got to drop 20, yo. I got to drop 20. Got some... You know, they called it the quarantine 15. So you got to drop five more than the quarantine 15. You know what I like to tell people, uh, Phil, that I didn't, ca- I didn't uh, catch COVID-19. I gained it. And it's all around the midsection, bro. So I'm trying to drop that so I can go back to shopping at Old Navy and H&M again. That's, <laughs> I just want to... They do be criticizing H&M about having a small size. Just be tight, so I got to say, even as a guy who... I'd say I'm a regular large... In H and M, boy, I'm a double X. You're a Korean triple X. That's what Whatever you're, that is. You ever buy clothes off of Wish.com? Hell no. Biggest... I, I have never bought a shirt off a, uh, the internet. Wish.com. You uh. That's very much women activity. That's, I see that's, that's a that's a Korean or Asian website. You order the triple X, that shit comes fitting like a uh, double oh, single X. Wish. Not kind. Wish you were smaller, motherfucker. <laughs> Wish you ain't have a waist. <laughs> so you can button this shirt. Because your $15 went to waste. That's hilarious. God bless. So let me give y'all a quick uh, disclaimer again. Phil and I are not experts, no professionals. We both are comedians. We like to play video games, watch a lot of TV, but we're not advice yeah, professionals. So take everything we say with a grain of salt, because I don't know. You salt, do what you want. Pepper. Yeah. Lemon pepper, if you prefer. A, sh- a shot of hot sauce, whatever. Shot of drink, do. whatever you prefer, my man. Cause yeah, we're none of that. Cause what's what's this, what you're saying? Do you want me to lie to you, or do you want me to tell you what you nah, need to hear? Nah, flat out ask you. You want to hear what you want to hear, or you want to hear what you need to hear? And those are two different things. So, well, it's a nicer way of saying. Do you want me to lie to you, or do you want me to tell you what people, you need they to hear? Want what they want to hear. And it's like, nah, but you need to hear what you need to hear, bruh. They want to make them feel good about themselves. What you need to hear is, you wish you were smaller, motherfucker. Wish.com. <laughs> well, I want Which to... I'll never know, because women were killing that no, shit. It's just because they during said... During the pandemic. They it... were ordering all sorts of clothes from, what's the one the women go to? Fashion over. Fashion over. Phil, they just said a big guy couldn't do this, and I just want to show them that there's no reason why a big man can't order from Wish.com, okay? Y'all bugging, bro. <laughs> Quick, cut the shit. If I want to check my blood pressure and look good doing it, I'm going to put on one of them tight-ass wrist shirts. It's kind of wild because we, we'll go in the store and, like, there's no dressing room usually for the men. Men's stores that are, like, slanted towards men are like Jimmy Jazz in Harlem. Ain't no fucking, uh, 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 what do you call them? Dressing, dressing room? room? Ain't none of that. Bro, you know them jeans is a 36. If your ass is a 36, you know them is a 36. Like, you probably a 32 if you mm-hmm. want a 36 if you a man because you want a little bit of room to move around, something to grow into. Whereas <laughs> women, uh, their clothes run a little tighter. But you go, women probably should be shopping at Jimmy Jazz. <laughs> A lot of women are in denial. They'll sit there and they'll mm-hmm. put the dress on. It might be one side. I'm not. I am not a six. I am a four. I've been a four since high school. 
Does it make me look fat? The dress is a four. You've been it's a, not the dress, miss. You've been an eight for a long time. It is you what it, it is. So you know it. Yeah, that's funny. I yeah, I've never internet ordered, and uh, you know, I've had to yell at a girl or two about you sending a random motherfucker to deliver a box to your hallway, like. You might as well go in a store. I, as a man, I don't, I don't feel comfortable handing somebody over ten bucks, and I'm not getting handed back a product. The fuck? So you don't do a lot of shopping on Amazon? Hell no! I don't <laughs> order nothing on Amazon. I pay an actual Amazon woman to bring me my shit. One of those right. six four women this, that weigh three hundred pounds. That's hilarious. Actually. Actually, you mentioned that before I get to the question. There was a girl that they were spotlighting on ESPN. Mm-hmm. I saw on Instagram, six foot three, uh, junior in high school, and God bless her, she was wide as a house, but she could not move yeah, up the court. That's them Liz Cambridge's, them, uh, you know, Liz Cambridge yeah, played yeah. for the Las Vegas Aces, the WNBA player, mm-hmm. Candace Parker's. They out there. This, this chick four, was a brick house. She jumped. I mean, she was putting up shots. She couldn't really. She wasn't super fast, but you know, she was getting a lot of rebounds, blocking a lot I'm, of shots. I'm a fan of Maya Moore. Big fan. Yeah. You no, know, she might not necessarily be considered an Amazon, but she's six two and can get some buckets. Mm-hmm. I fuck with it, and she's free to do some rebounds. Yeah, she sure so, did. You know, if you catch a case, you good. And she married Maya him. Don't Moore forget that. Got you. She, I know. She, 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 she freed from prison. Yeah. Motherfucker, you better. You came out of one prison and went right into another. <laughs> <laughs> do your part. Oh, that's your sick. Oh, that's fucked up. Oh, come on, man. Come on. They're happy. They're happy. Just, so. Yeah, man. You know she didn't do that without no. Uh, she didn't do that without no agreement prior. Oh, like, no prenup. No prenup. She told him, "This your prenup. Now, if I get your ass out of here, you in it with me for the next rest of your life." Mm. Sign right here, right here. <laughs> Damn. And his public pretender said, there it is. Because I'm tired of coming down here. Hilarious. All right, let's get to these questions. First question for you, Phil, and for me. Do I have to keep listening to my brother's anti-vax misinformation Uh-oh. after he openly blamed my miscarriage on the COVID vaccine? Uh-oh. And let me just say this. Oh, no. The facts are that the COVID vaccine... It's not known to cause miscarriage. There's a lot of bad information out there, and that's one of the rumors. Bad information. Anyway, my, my brother and his wife have very different political values than I do, but we've managed to mostly maintain a good relationship by avoiding off-limits topics. That all began to change with COVID. While politics shouldn't play into it, my brother predictably joined the bandwagon of COVID skeptics and anti-vaxxers. <laughs> He became dismissive of my desire to take necessary precautions at family gatherings, not only refusing to wear a mask himself, but teasing me for doing so and saying pedantic things like, I'm concerned (laughs) about you and I hope you'll see sense soon, Betty White. Pedantic? No, definitely Betty White. Things have amped up recently as I went through IVF and in the spring of this year became pregnant. A few weeks into the pregnancy, I developed a blood clot that the doctors described to the estrogen I've been taking. I went on a blood thinner and all was fine, but two months later, I miscarried. Despite finding out that the fetus was genetically abnormal, my brother and his wife were insisting that all of it happened because of my taking the vaccine and are using my story as a cautionary tale for their friends about why they think the vaccine is dangerous. 
despite my telling them numerous times that miscarriage had nothing to do with it. On the day after my miscarriage, my sister-in-law had the nerve to text me. Don't you wonder if all of this might have never happened had you not gotten the vaccine? Next week, I'm going to have to... I'm, next week, I'm going to have another embryo transfer with my final embryo. Definitely white, because that shit is not cheap. Um, yeah. Like 50, 60 Gs a session. And decided to get the booster beforehand. When my brother heard this, he told me that while he could respect my decision before as it only impacted me, he couldn't let me potentially harm my future baby without saying something. He said he had good evidence that the vaccine causes miscarriage and wanted to send me some articles he found. I declined and asked him to please not bring up the topic again. Now my whole family is coming down on me because they say I'm the one letting my beliefs ruin our relationship and that I should at least give him the courtesy of listening to his concerns. (laughs) Yet all he has ever done throughout this is dismiss my concerns and put me down for them. Of course, I don't want to ruin our relationship, but I don't even want to see him or talk to him right now. And I feel angry with my entire family for acting like I'm the one to blame. I just don't see any way forward. And so I guess the question would be, what what uh, do, does she have? The question is, does she have to keep listening to her brother's anti-vax stuff after he openly blamed her miscarriage on the COVID vaccine? And this is what I think. Listen, whatever you feel about the COVID vaccine, keep it to your damn self. Nobody cared. Nobody asked you. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that is your business. The same way it's her business if she wants to get vaccinated. Now... What lets me to believe that this whole situation is Betty White outside of the estrogen stuff is the word pedantic. I was like, this has got to be some white folks pedantic. talking about you got to at least listen to what he's saying. It basically means petty. Pedantic. Yeah, pretty much petty. He could have just said petty. But the, the family, I think it's messed up. The family trying to make her like, yo, you should at least listen to him. She said she don't want to listen to him. I'm The same way he don't want to listen to her, she don't listen to him. And y'all should not, your family should not be forcing you to do that. Like, if he feels like he want to cut you off because you want to get... Which I think is the dumbest thing because you want to get vaccinated, then, yeah, you're probably better off without him. But I don't think... If you all can't... If you can't talk about it rationally and reasonably, you shouldn't be talking about it all. I don't... It's like when you meet someone for the first time. Hey, man, are you vaccinated? You know why you should, shouldn't get vaccinated? Because Joe Rogan said there's this horse thing that you can use. Narcan. And you should be taking it. Hydroxychloroquine. You should be. I was at a wedding, Phil, DJing a wedding, and recently, and uh, the subject of vaccines came up because I made my 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 vax joke where I do. I was like, I took it, and the side effects was, you know, I I, I used to be Asian and whatever. <laughs> and so when I come off stage, there's another guy there, and he's like, you know, he's talking. Hey, man, he pulls up the CDC website to go over the side effects like, hey, of the man, vaccines. I'm just joking. I didn't want to know your. He pulled, bro. He starts. He starts going in. I'm like, hey, hey, you know, I was just joking, man. No, no, no. Look, I want to show you this. Look what the CDC says. The CDC gave a presentation, right? And look how quickly they glossed over the side effects, one of them being death. There's only on the screen for 2.3 seconds. If you say the CDC, how much of a nerd you're being on either side of like, I don't, I only made a joke. Dude, they just don't, they just don't want people to know the truth. And it's like, okay, you know, you sound crazy. Just joking, man. I don't care what, where, fuck another. In her situation, bro, y'all family should not be doing that. All right. You, whatever you believe, keep it to yourself. What he's saying about blood clots and stuff, Johnson & Johnson, mainly, and even over to the side of women being more affected and like fertility being an issue, 
it's only like 0.5%, but it is a percentage that you have to go. You know how low 0.5% is? Yeah, but stop, because this is what people like to do. You know how low this is, mass incarceration, whatever it is. But if it's your cousin, brother, uncle, aunt, mm-hmm. it's an issue to you. What I'm saying is it's very specific conditions. Fair, or like that but I'm happen. just saying. But she also said that the, the what happened to her did not come from the vaccine, but because of the estrogen that she was taking. What had nothing to do, the docs had nothing to do with the... There's a lot going on with her. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too deep into it. Yeah. I'm just saying there have been issues with vaccination and fertility in women. Because the Johnson and Johnson only affected women mm. badly. That they were saying it was causing issues, and it was it was women. Oh, what what's, the effects? The what? negative effects. So again, there is some credence to what he's saying. But what I won't say a hundred percent. You shouldn't get vaccinated. I don't know. What should she do? That's what she's asking. Like. Is she wrong for not wanting to listen to him? That's that's the problem. That's kind of where we are. She's not wrong for not wanting to listen to him, but he's not wrong either for kind of saying, I can't help but to think, is that due to the fertility issues I hear about in the Johnson & Johnson or just in the vaccinations, period. Well, He's not wrong for suspecting that. Wherever he's we getting, have to take all of this into account. Wherever you know? he's getting his information from, let's hope it's not Joe Rogan. Hopefully it's from a well, reputable, I mean, reputable you know, source, a doctor. But even that. Not know, even WebMD. You can't even. That is like reputable source. Who? Doctor. His doctor. There's a not, black woman. Not WebMD. Doctor that not Wikipedia. That, you know, all this stuff. And then everyone went, forget what she said, but she is a doctor. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe the black woman doctor. Because you said not to. But I believe Dr. Fauci got you. Which doctor? Who? Team Tang, Walla Walla Bing Bang. Like, <laughs> Dr. Mario, who? Dr. Fauci, who? Yeah. So I get into which doctor, bro? Dr. Dre? Uh, any doctor. What doctor? Any medical doctor. But they're, they're offering different opinions. Oh, well, in my, so, what I say is you get. Get two or three different ones and make your mind up. But my right. thing is, don't yes. don't force your opinions on somebody else. She's clearly having a hard time with this pregnancy, and what she needs is her brother's support, not she some, does. not a brother coming down at her and That's saying, fair. "This vaccine, no, your niece or nephew, like f all that." Just being skeptical and trying to help, like I want my niece or nephew to get here in the best way. Right. It can't be viewed as bad but the, badly because it could be the Republican doctor that no one likes. I don't know. Whoever Republican Dr. Fauci is, I don't have a name. I'm just saying that's who people demonize, you know, that black woman who was for Trump or whatever. Mm-hmm. She came out and said some things, and it was, don't listen to her because she's with Trump. But it's like, no, you said to listen to experts, and according to what you're saying, she is an expert. So, Dr. Fauci, who? Is Dr. Fauci God now? We all no. listen to Dr. Fauci. Is it Dr. Fauci and this doctor? Well, the problem was a lot of people were taking rumors That's and running with them. Or, yeah, yeah. Doing their own but, research. But hey, also I'm doctors, not a doctor, but Phil, I can get... Listen, hold on. I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to go online and I'm going to look up all these facts and give them to you. There's you know? doctors with differing opinions. Absolutely. And, and, and that's the issue. And, but in my any other medical issue, what would people say? Get a second opinion. Yeah. Get a second opinion. 
And now I want oh. people saying, don't get a second opinion. Here's 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 where that comes from. It's it's instead of the vaccine being a scientific thing, it's become a political tool. Yes. So when all the people who supported Trump, when he was saying that, they were like, "Well, that's my guy. He's saying this. Well, he's got to be right." And he ain't a doctor. He's never even played Doctor Mario. He he don't know. He's he's barely running that a uh, reality TV show, The Apprentice. You know what I'm saying? So people followed behind him like it was truth. But I just feel like when it comes to this, just kind of. Be more supportive of your sister and keep the politics uh, out of it, uh, in my opinion. All right, let's get on to the next question. How can I get my grandparents to stop neglecting and insulting my sister because she's adopted? Right. So, Back to, yeah, respect the doctor. Witch doctors. <laughs> LOL. Like, that's the oxymoron. Witch doctors. W-I-T-C-H. Well, we, we moved on to another question. I know. Phil is... Bridging the gap. That's just bridging the two together. Wait, wait, wait. How did... Wait, wait, wait. How did the two of those... Help me out. Wait, hold on. I got my own question. How did those two... How are they attached? I just... We're talking about doctors. But this... I just read the... Wait, 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 wait. I just read the question. They had nothing to do with doctors. Help me understand. Finish the sentence then. I said, how can I get my grandparents to stop neglecting and insulting my sister because she's adopted? And you said, see, that's what oh, I'm talking about. you said adopted. I heard adopted. <laughs> God like, bless. You might be right. So this, I've had a little too much. This Don't podcast is brought to you by Dulce <laughs> Bean and Grapefruit. Because I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not bugging. He's like, did I, did I miss okay, something? I'm sorry. you adopted. New York adopted sounds like adopted. Let's go. Ad- adopted. Adopted. Whatever. Let's go. How can I get my grandparents to stop neglecting and insulting my sister because she's adopted? Okay. I'm a 15-year-old girl, and I had always been an only child until March of this year when my parents legally adopted their goddaughter after her parents died in the accident. I love Abby and have known her since we were tiny, though she lived far away for a long time. Now she's living with us, and we call each other sisters. She's obviously been in a terrible place emotionally and struggling with grief. But she said a few times that she has found happiness here despite everything and that she loves having a big sister. The problem is my grandparents, they really believe in blood ties being the most important thing and have not been welcoming to Abby. Abby and I have birthdays close together. They sent an expensive present for me and not even a card for her, despite my parents having told them that they have two daughters now. They barely talk to Abby when we see them and refer to her as a guest in our home until my mom had a huge fight with them about it. My parents seem good at standing up to them about this stuff, but I don't know how to deal with it myself. When I went to visit my grandparents recently, my grand kept going on about how she and my grandpa were desperate to spoil me because they just know I'm not getting the attention I need at home anymore. When I said it was fine, my parents still give me plenty of time and honestly we get on great. My grandpa acted like I was putting on a brave face on things while my grand kept saying how important it was that I got to come to their place and have my own space again. She then made a comment on something I was wearing, noting that it was a lot like a style Abby wears and that asked if I was trying to dress up like her to get my parents' attention. I'm not. It was just a cute top. I had no idea what to say and just kept trying to change the subject. I don't think I'm handling them right, but I don't know what to do. They keep giving me secret presents now because they think my parents will kick off again if they find out because they don't care about their own daughter anymore. My mom and dad have a lot going on right now, and I'm worried that by telling them about this, I'll start a huge fight and possibly make Abby feel even worse. She got upset last time she realized there was a fight with my grandparents over her. 
What should I do? Is there something I can say to my grandparents that will make them stop doing this? Uh, absolutely not. There is nothing you can say because grown-ups going to grown up. And um, question aside, I think your grandparents are being kind of, kind of, kind of wrong there. Because I mean, any any man or woman that could take care of a child that's not theirs that they didn't birth, I think that's that's an amazing thing. I think that's dope that you will take this person in, you feed them, clothe them, you know what I'm saying? All that other stuff that yeah, parents do for their the kids. Yeah, all the judgment is just like side noise because it's like you wouldn't do what I just did. You're not that brave. I'm not that brave. I don't oh. that. I'm, like, I'm only raising my own problems. I mean, you know? technically that's the job of a godparent to take over when the parents can't. Problems, so yeah. yeah. Like, so regardless of how they think you're doing, you're doing great because you're doing the job that no one wanted to do. Yeah. There's that. And you adopt somebody, you bring them in, welcome like one of your own family members. Now, to your question, I don't think there's anything you can do. You're 15. You're talking to grown folks. There's nothing you can do. If you want, you, maybe you tell your parents like how it makes you feel. But there's really, to answer your specific question, there's really nothing you can do because you're still a minor. Okay, you don't have a job. Your only job is going to school. I'm not trying to minimize what you, you know, what, she your took role on is. Kids but and she's a minor, huh? She took on kids and she's a minor. No, the girl who asked the question is 15. The girl who asked the question yeah. is 15. She asked, "What can she do?" Yeah, and there's nothing she can really oh, do. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing you can God. really do. You, I mean, not that you accept it, but at the same time, I say, "Wait, you can adopt kids at 15?" Nah, I was like, "Wait, well, hold on." Yeah, nah, it's it's not much she can do. Honestly, you just gotta let your parents and grandparents work it out. And if they can't work it out, yo, just support your sister. I think yes. your parents are amazing for taking her in. And you really... And sometimes it's as small as just saying, hey, I support you. I appreciate what you do. Yeah, ignore your grandparents. You know, I keep my voice quiet oh. for whatever reason. Or How about this? They don't accept her gifts. How about she gives them the gift back? Hey, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. That's as much as you can do sometimes. It's like, you know, yeah. That, you know, I'll give the money directly to you. I support you. And... You know, there's some shit our parents aren't meant to get of like some shit just, you know, their parents didn't get them. Our parents don't get us. So what? Like it's I think sometimes we make a bigger deal out of that than we need to. It's like, you know, yeah, our parents don't get it. You know, our parents were black or were were white and said, you know, separate but equal. We don't need to go to their schools and they don't need to come to ours. And I mean, the black ones kind of agreed that's the way it was. And a lot of the white ones did. It took the younger generation to get together and say, we don't feel like this is how it should be. But you should understand, yeah, that was our parents. Like almost if they, if your parents agree with you, it's almost an issue, you know. Our parents don't understand pronouns, you know? What the fuck? Like, it just is what it is. So, I get it. But for you, yeah. Ain't nothing you can do. Status, nothing you can do. Sell the gifts on eBay or give them them back to your grandparents. Agree, and that's best as you can do. You're, you know, slightly younger than her. And that's it. But everybody's not always going to agree. As long as it isn't, you know... Affecting you getting hired for a job or affecting you whatever, like, okay. then it is what it is. It is what it is, my G.
How you feeling, man? You uh, your eyes are real squinty right there. I can't. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make eye contact with you, and I feel like the only way to do that is if I close my eyes too. But they're always like that. That's why I hate when people look. <laughs> it's like, not. It's not though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like, not. But they always it's kind of. It's not. It's really. Though. It's really not, Phil. It's really I, not. I know. I can't see either one of your pupils. That way, now I can see you, your me. eye pupils. So, yeah. I know. They just kind of are. Don't say Vita. People do that. I'm like, nah, but she causes trouble. He's good, though. He's good, though. Like, he's not. I'm conscious. I'm here. He's conscious. He's here. We're talking. We're listening to questions. we rating him. All right. What's what's the social media so people can find you and follow you? You know where to find me at. I am Phil Hunt. Uh huh. On all social media. And uh, for me, it's. Avery Mason official. Concerns or even just fandom. If you just want to, yeah. If you just want to follow, he got a lot of shows. One thing, and I like that one thing. So, Mm -hmm. follow him. Avery Mason official on Instagram. The Avery Mason Twitter. And uh, let's get on to the next question while we still have a little bit of time here. Uh, Next question, Phil. Was I wrong to take it very personally when someone else brought rolls to a work potluck? Rolls. Rolls. R O L L S. Yes. R O L E S. Like gender rolls. No, no. Rolls is R O double L S. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like butter uh, rolls. I get it. Oh, okay. I see like what you biscuits. Did. Yeah, biscuits. Hawaiian. Okay, uh, those okay. Hawaiian. I thought they meant rolls like roll play. Nah, nah. R-O-L-E. Rolls, rolls. R O L L S. R O double L S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've, let's go. I've been at my job. I've been at my new job for a month, and today they had a potluck and a meeting. They put up a sign in the break room where we could write down what we were going to bring. I thought, okay, I will keep it simple and get Hawaiian rolls, which, by the way, um, those are delicious. I don't know if you had Hawaiian rolls with some you breakfast. Know, a lot of people forget to, that you're supposed to heat them. Yeah, you oh, just yeah. Eat them right out the pack because they taste. Before you heat them things up, a little they butter, Ooh, fry a little bologna. Anyway, uh, I thought I will keep it simple to get Hawaiian rolls. Well, to my surprise, someone who didn't put their name on the list bought cheap-ass rolls. <laughs> cheap-ass rolls. Yeah. Well, we know who wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely black. <laughs> I don't know who did it, nor do I care. Well, I did care because, to me, that was the first slap in the face to welcome me aboard. So instead of eating with everyone, I got up and went to work while everyone else ate. I thought it was rude to hang a sign up to bring a potluck and then people just bring what everyone else does. I mean, really, why even put up a sign? Then they started with the staff meeting where I didn't know what to expect because after all, it was my first one. So we are sitting there and the slide says, let's introduce the new people. My name was first and a woman who started two weeks after me was on there. So he starts off by telling the other woman, welcome to the team, blah, 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 and skips right over me and says nothing. I'm sitting there thinking, I know this jackass didn't skip right over me, but I sat there with a smile on my face and pretended I wasn't upset. So he's about to go to the next slide and someone speaks up and says, what about Ann? And he laughs and looks at me and says, oh my God, I didn't realize you were new. To me, that was another slap in the face. I mean, if you don't want me working for you, then just say so. So I'm already mad over someone disrespecting me over bringing roles, which I said I would bring. Then he skips right over me like I wasn't even sitting there when my name was first on the stupid PowerPoint. Those are her words, not mine. In your opinion, what the hell is going on? Question mark. 
Was I wrong to walk out of the potluck and go straight to work? I think that makes a statement as far as I was concerned because I'm not going to hang around fake ass people. Now, now, now there is a secret Santa. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, well, we know who this is. Yeah. Now there's a secret Santa and I'm not doing it. I don't want any part of it. They could take Santa and stick it up their ass. Ratchet God bless. Yo, this is definitely one of us. First of all, let me say, you got to take a breath. This is your first day at your new job, okay? Yeah, you judging everybody. You judging everybody. Off, right. off, off rip. Probably off Christmas gifts and shit. Who probably got some PTSD. Cheap ass would bring this. Wait a minute. Even to find somebody. Where did you... What I'm trying to figure out is where she worked before this job that's got her PTSD in because... She, take one to know one. She, she bringing cheap all her ass. old... She bringing You're a cheap ass yourself. That's how you know. She bringing all her old baggage with her to this new job. Definitely. So somebody brought some cheap ass rolls. So what? You missed out on a whole meal because you and your feelings about some rolls? Bro, you, you okay? I ain't gonna support you on that. You wilding on that one. But as far as the second question, it could have been an honest mistake. You know what I'm saying? Honest. I'm sorry, what was the second question? I couldn't get past the pettiness. No, the first, the first part was petty, but the second part was should she be mad that you know they had the new worker orientation and they had a PowerPoint presentation mm-hmm. and her name was first and this other lady's was second. He skipped right over her and went to the second name. And then forgot to mention her as a new person, so she took it personally. So now she's like she taking everything personally. She don't want to do the secret Santa From now. The Hawaiian rolls yeah. to other things. But now so. she don't want to do the secret Santa because if people will accept someone bringing cheap ass rolls, then why don't we want to participate? In people who don't care if I'm working Just there. Just say you ain't got money for the secret Santa, and let's move on. <laughs> you think that's what it is? Nah, real talk. Takes one to know one. So the cheap ass and the this and the that, it just sounds like somebody poor. Listen, my parents, my father from the projects, like no one calls out a project person like another project person. Mm-hmm. This nigga broke, or he from the projects. Mm-hmm. Those are the people from the project saying that. Yeah. She sounds like a poor person. I, we, I definitely think you overreacting, uh, overreacting, Queen. I think you're overreacting. Yes. It's your first week on the job. Relax. Do the secret Santa. Nobody, don't don't be antisocial. Nobody likes calling a nigga broke like a nigga who's broke. Facts. So I think these are two broke people, broke on broke crime. <laughs> yeah, she's calling somebody out based upon how she feels. She's projecting. I bought Hawaiian rolls to the party. They brought some cheap ass uh, Hawaiian. Now, in, in fairness, Hawaiian rolls are like the Rolls Royce of bread rolls. If you if you're gonna yeah, buy a roll, bring fact the sweet Hawaiian. Everybody know the purple pack, with the orange, purple but orange. Is let, let's let's take let's shine a light on her for a second, if you will, Phil. Why would your lazy ass only want to do rolls? You think you're the only one with the idea to get Hawaiian rolls? Why don't your ass go make a pot roast or some mac and cheese? Something that somebody like else is not going to make with it. With a problem, whereas in some cheap jobs, ass roles, prestigious I... jobs, you come in and you try to fit in, you try to assimilate is the word into the culture of the company. She coming in judging everybody. Yeah. Nobody judges like somebody who ain't got nothing. Wild overreaction. I in customer service and going in people's homes and delivery alarmist stall for years or mm-hmm. almost ten years. The poor people and the rich people were the same person, you know, before we could even get a refrigerator off the truck. I wanted, I wanted this count. You broke this. The, this That's ain't empty. right. That don't look like this. That's hey, empty. man, relax. 
Don't worry about what the fuck. I'm you sorry, know. yo. <laughs> anyway. Can I, just, can I just say the bottle is empty? The bottle is empty. It feels like smacking the bottle. Man, whatever. Yeah, ain't that anyway. nothing there. That kid is empty too. Nothing. Just let me get my drink on. Well, let, me, let me top you off, man. man. We're going to go to the, the liquor store. I'll get you another bottle. Of that stuff. Man, the bottle is empty, man. Let's Come stop. on. I'm cooked. I'm, I'm happy. Anyway. <laughs> it's cooked. But yeah. You know, yeah, she seems like she's doing a lot. Very judgmental. Day number one, already talking about cheap ass. Co- I'm not doing people. Secret Santa it's because like, they. And then that, that's the thing I don't like about those people is they don't realize the people they insult. These are the people you're around, so you must be just like them. Oh, yeah. And that's how I take that. You know, if the owner of the Lakers, let's say, is talking to me about poor ass people, I'm understanding. The owner of the Lakers just seen him on low income night when mm-hmm. he was helping kids from low income areas. Mm-hmm. But then I understand that the person who is low income, you see him because you're low income. Mm. So there's a level of like, yeah, where you're only talking about what you saw, but you are what you saw. Yeah, you're kind of jumping the you gun a little experience. bit. She's, you know, and I feel we talked about this about women before where. If there's a problem, they won't discuss. We prior episode, they don't discuss with another woman. They'll just sit there and make assumptions, and those assumptions will feed the anger rather than just talking to the person and being like, "Hey, did you?" you well, those would just kind of be like, "This motherfucker broke," and then like they'll have that out. Big bank take little bank. Mm-hmm. I ain't broke, you broke. Whereas people who actually have money, they don't behave in that way. Mm. So, ma'am, you're overreacting. Take a breath. Have some chamomile tea. Go to the damn secret Santa. Overreacting. And that's why her whole email was just read of like ghetto. (laughs) Ghetto. Broke ass people come here. Cheap ass roles. People who have money don't even call people broke. They didn't even say my name, Phil. That must must mean they don't want me here. If you had money, you wouldn't even be around these people. She doesn't know who she is. Hold on, Phil. They didn't say her name first, so they must not want her around here at all. So why even hire me? Why why even hire me? Let's get to the last question, Phil. And I'm going to let you take the lead because this, this is your area of expertise with women doing these things here. Oh, he's faded. Faded. Tiger. Nah, no. I can't wait till we do the video and and, and they can see for yourself what I'm seeing. I'm good, bro. Like, let's go. Nigga, this ain't professional. This shit professional. (laughs) Put your shirt and tie. Tuck your shirt in your pants, man. What are you doing, man? Comedy, man. I'm talking shit. All right, should I tell my girlfriend I find her choice not to shave her armpits questionable? Oh, God. <laughs> should I tell my girlfriend I find her choice not to shave her armpits questionable? My girlfriend does not believe in shaving her armpit hair, and it's starting to become an issue. <laughs> <laughs> she believes that shaving armpit hair is unnatural and conformist. <laughs> she... She didn't have these beliefs when we first started dating, so I feel that it's unfair for her to expect me to have no problem with it now. I'm afraid to ask her to shave because I don't want to seem like I do not support this journey, although I do find it questionable. What can I do? (laughs) You better say something. Don't hold that shit in. Say something, man. 
You be laying on her in the bed. She put her arm around you. You think it's another dude with his arm around you. You got to say something, man. That bothers you. That's weird. I mean, okay, let me not say it's weird. She's The idea, if it was for a medical reason or she keeps barring your racist to shave her armpits, but the idea that is just, oh, it's unnatural and it's conformist, I have a problem with that. And no medical reason. You just, you just in your head, you're like, well, I'm, I'm going to break the mold. I'm not shaving my armpits. See, also, Men can have armpits. Women can. I think Women it becomes can. a question of how hot is she. If Megan Good don't shave her armpits, then I guess Megan Good just don't shave her armpits, bro. Right? But if a chick who's not perceived as being so hot doesn't shave her armpits, Megan Good being a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 or whoever scale, that's my scale, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, whatever. Megan Good don't shave her armpits, I still date Megan Good. I don't give a fuck that she don't shave her armpits. But if a woman who's not a 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 doesn't shave her armpits, if a woman's a 3 and doesn't shave her goddamn armpits, Mm -hmm. that's gross and we need to talk. And that's the honest truth. Yeah, if Halle Berry, Beyonce don't shave their armpits. What woman is it Serena Williams? I might can live with that. She's a millionaire. She's beautiful. Is it Nia Long? If it's fucking Nia wrong, <laughs> then I got to, hey, Nia wrong, bitch, this is why you Nia wrong, because you won't shave your armpits. So, yeah, I think that thing got kind of co-opted, and yeah, it, women like to make it a, you know, a be-all, end-all, but it's like, look, if Shamar Moore don't shave his nuts, good, or chest, whatever the fuck, women is cool. Yeah, I, if a regular dude I'm that works at Kroger's does it, or Kroger's give me a what's the East Coast version of Kroger's Whole Foods, Pathmark doesn't shave his chest hairs, then that's different. I'm, so, I'm just gonna say I'm looking further down the line at the problems this could bring. She don't shave about, her armpits, bro. She starts using your deodorant. It's about how, how uncomfortable would that make you? Then you find her hairs in your Listen, deodorant. I'm oh. damn, if Megan good. Use my old spice deodorant. Not making it. She's a three, and she's she's not shaving. That's why I'm saying she's using deodorant. Who you are matters, and and like I said, you know, whoever this girl is, you got to kind of bring them back to reality. Of, I mean, do you need me to spell this out? If if I come around talking about well, Michael Jordan, I'm not fucking Michael Jordan. He's six six, and I'm five six. I don't dunk from the free throw line. He does. He has <laughs> shoes. I don't. So, yeah. But I feel like a lot of women, they'll get into this place of placing themselves. Gwyneth Paltrow is doing this. That's Gwyneth Paltrow, bitch. You you're not. You're not Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, well, Erica Badu. How many Grammys have you been nominated yeah. for? Grammy, but Erica Badu's Grammy nominated. Gwyneth Paltrow works for work, works. She's a CEO and owner of Goop. You work for Goop, so you can't do what she's doing. It's it two different lines. Sexual, it can be just high on a hygiene basis. Of you're an MTA conductor and you smell musty. The fuck, <laughs> you know? Gwyneth Paltrow do whatever the fuck she want because she got an agent and managers and. If, they don't say it's a problem, then it ain't a problem. You know who it's a problem for? Us. Because women will watch someone like Gwyneth Paltrow not shave her armpits and say, oh, I'm Neither not shaving. For dudes. She's, she's, she's giving me inspiration, so I'm yeah, not shaving right. my armpits either. It's like, what? So for dudes, look, down to my brother, God bless. He'd only work fast food jobs up to his death. 
rallies, checkers, whatever the fuck you call it, they had a policy where you couldn't have a, you know, a beard. Okay. Because you worked in food. You see what I'm saying? So if he can, for, you know, $8 an hour, $10, whatever it was at the time he worked it, shave his beard. Who the fuck am I to be like, the beard is a sign of manhood and blah, blah, blah. You want the job or not? So at a point it becomes like I feel like we as dudes very much understand the practicalness of, yeah, shave your beard because you work in food. Whereas women get off into this like, well, if, uh, give me a woman. Uh, give me a woman. Famous woman? Yeah, just give me a woman. Kelly Rowland. If Kelly Rowland can do it, yeah, but you're not fucking Kelly Rowland. And Kelly Rowland doesn't work for MTA. So, yeah, probably. I don't know. Bruh, you need to, listen, if you, if that, if you don't feel like you would deal with it, bro, break up with her. Because if it's more important to her to be natural and non-conformist. Let her be natural and single. And single. Naturally single. Lots. Lots. She can join a club. There's single, natural. They got clubs for women who don't shave their armpits. Whatever women just hang. Yeah, got big clubs. Got book clubs. Sign up for that. They got book clubs for women like that. Shaved them first three months, 90 days, just like you would a job, and then let him be pleasantly surprised Mm. by the bush he finds. Imagine just sitting there fighting over your your razor because your wife used it and now it's all dull. Well, like I said, if it's Megan Good, I'm good, bro. Yeah, my girl don't shave, bro. She beautiful. Look at her. You see her. If it's Nia Long, I'm good, bro. But if it's fucking, I'm trying to think of a woman, because you don't like to put no women in that category. If it's a lesser woman, hey, bitch, you need to shave. <laughs> Sorry. I'm tired of having hair in my mouth and all over my chin <laughs> and all over my head and all over the pillows. Like, cut the shit, you know? It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, do you shave your armpits? Is a personal oh, question. No. You don't shave my armpits? Right. silly. I shave my armpits. It helps keep me That's dry. Hey, it keeps me dry. You're a bigger guy than I am. I do sweat a lot. That's so, fair. Yeah, you're a bigger guy than me. Shaving your armpits keeps your arms dry. You use less deodorant. His clothes don't get the sweaty smell in them. But go. I do sweat a lot. I, I, so it's practical for you. Works for me. But like I said, they have to, you know... You don't run into, like, I would gather this woman isn't black. You know, most not, most black women, they understand oppression as being a very serious thing. Whereas you get off into the, some of these other colored women and hmm. they start, I want to bleed in my pants because periods are a form of expression. And you go, sis, that's just unsanitary. I'm okay that you are on your period. It is well and fine. I want you to go home early from work and take a nap. Do not be on the fucking train just bleeding your fucking white So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this woman seems like, I would say, a not black woman. Because black women kind of understand the practicalness of being cleanly. Of like, yeah. no, I just need to shave arms. You hairless. Because Oof. I need to shave my arms. Because I don't want to smell me, so I know. You don't want to smell me either, yeah. want to smell me. Jesus. So, yeah, it's that. Whereas a lot of, you know, not black women, aka white women, you know. White people. Too. I'm bleeding in my pants because periods are all right. And too much also, I'm not information. 
arm hairs and it's like, sis, you're not winning. Let's normalize women not shaving their armpits. Even I see some downtown during the Pride Month, they had the uh, shirts off, you know, no bra, free the nipple, but you go, no man is arguing with that nice tits. <laughs> what are you even, what's the fight here? Who's fighting against this? That's a great I'm just question. Saying on Instagram, if I post my nipples, why are you posting your nipples on Instagram? I don't know. You have your shirt off. Your nipples are showing. Oh, you think that's the same? Yeah, I'll tell you. Men I, don't have strip clubs. When I lost, there are only women strip clubs, and you pay to see a nipple. Are you want to fuck up the market over your emotions? <laughs> <laughs> yo, there, yo, I remember when I had I had lost the weight the first time, and I and I lost a lot of weight, and I got in really good shape, and I took my shirt off and took a picture and posted. Yeah. Not proud. The how much weight I lost on Instagram. First comment was, "Damn, bro, get a bra for them titties." Yeah, <laughs> But what about all the weight I lost? It was Fair like game. they didn't even care about the weight loss. They were looking at the pre-weight bro, loss picture, I like, "Where them, bro? What the hell is that? Where them, bro? I put a shirt on. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, yeah. damn. Well, that was dope, man. That was a, that was a that good was one. Fun. That was a good one, man. You got anything coming up that we can? Uh, Comes in uh, coming up this week, I got next the week. Strip next month, comic strip live next month. I got New York Comedy Club. I want to say next week, so I feel like when this comes out, let me find the date here. The date is actually yeah, this Saturday. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, this Saturday at twelve midnight. No, it's a midnight so show. this Saturday Basically. is what the eleventh. Yeah, so, the eleventh. So this Saturday at midnight, I'll be at Gramercy New York Comedy Club. Uh, and then, like I said, the end of this month on me is it twenty eighth or twenty ninth? Give me one second here. Scrolling through my emails. I feel like if you had a website, you could just tell people to go to your website. The nineteenth. I mean, I used to pre-pandemic, but it didn't get used that much. You can see the traffic. December 19th, 820. God bless you. A younger comedian. You got a lot of ideas. And, and there's ideas and what actually is. I keep it. So December 19th, folks, I'll be at the comic strip. Well, I keep, uh, I keep a website, too. Not just for the comic, but also I have acting. So yeah. people can go there and see clips. Um, my website is www.averymasonofficial.com. My Instagram is Avery Mason Official and the Twitter, the Avery Mason. Go check it out. Uh, dates coming up. Going to be at LOL uh, com- uh, Comedy Lounge uh, mm, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of this week and maybe next week. December, sir, is also my birthday month. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's right, December 20th. Not doing anything this year. I'm thinking about planning. Big comedy show for next year, but we'll see. Okay. But anyway, but y'all been dope. Thank you for listening. Send your questions, comments, or concerns to uh, at I am Phil Hunt. <laughs> yeah, ask us a question. You can go to the Anchor FM page, um, the home for this podcast, and ask us a question. Leave us a voicemail. Rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We have we're on all these platforms, so check us out. Tell your friend about us. Yeah, we're in a secret, and we're yeah. Bad. 
appreciate the feedback. Pull up, talk to us. Mm-hmm. And we don't know, though. You don't know, though. That's uh-huh. the thing. Even when you rate us bad, you don't know, though. You don't know. We're going to write you back. Exactly. Y'all been dope. Uh, and... I don't know. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know, Nobody though. Nobody knows. Yeah, we see y'all next week. But uh, yes. I, don't, I don't know, though. I don't know. Yeah. What's up, everybody? It's Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know, though, here to remind you about our listener contest. If we can get to 150 subscribers, that's 150, we're going to be giving away this Nintendo Switch we got here. Not just any Nintendo Switch, one that I used for about two, three weeks. Didn't work out, but it could for you, and you can get a brand brand new used (laughs) Nintendo Switch with a couple of games. All you got to do is follow me and Phil on our social media platforms. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the Avery Mason on Twitter, Avery Mason official on Instagram, and you can follow my co-host Phil on I am Phil Hunt on all social media. And send us a message with the hashtag but I don't know that's hashtag b u t i d k t h o. Put it out there. You never know. And once we get to 150, One of you lucky listeners is going to win that switch. So I want to wish you luck. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.